Okay, absolute deja vu moment. Um, the audio from my side, once again, is absolute garbage, trash, booty hole, disgusting. I need to figure that out, but it had been like six months since we last recorded, and I forgot that that happened. So, really should start testing things in advance. Uh, enjoy the episode. <laughs> wow. How long has it been? Honestly, I don't know. It feels like a long time. <laughs> The people are missed without us. I know. They're hungering for entertainment. <laughs> Thirsty in the dry desert. And we're here to quench. Exactly. How are you? Ah, good. How are you? That's- <laughs> Same. <laughs> Same. I think like pretty good relatively, but the past couple days have been kind of blech for no reason in particular. Mm-hmm. But overall, life has been really um, aligning. Yeah, what are your life updates? Like, what's happening in your world? I don't know anything. Honestly, it's, like, a lot of the same. I'm doing the same job just for, like, a different person. Right. Um, But that's been uh, huge. Yeah. So, but, I mean, it's not, it's not, like, it's, like, a horizontal, like, a very horizontal shift. Yeah, what about you? Any major life updates? Um, well, I just spent the summer at camp. Yeah. And that was great, amazing, fantastic, thriving. Love my job, love my friends, had a great time. And now I'm back in New York and the first few weeks of recalibrating were a little rough because I've just like dressed up getting everything settled. But now things are settling beautifully. I'm in the classes I need to be in. I had a really good meeting with my advisor so I'm very excited slash like comforted in what my final like project is going to be so for us for the master's program I'm in you don't have to do a whole like defended thesis it's more like an integrative project that you turn in and mine is basically developing and pitching a kids tv show which is like oh okay yeah I'm really excited about that and then I joined a dance group on at Columbia so I'm dancing again like every week which is super fun and having that community is great um my work study's back going and that's fine it's good to have like a little bit of extra money and then I got a job like editing college essays for $50 an hour remote <laughs> a scam <laughs> oh man yeah so that's exciting too so things are just good and I think overall Last year was very much a like year of saying yes to everything and hanging out with everyone and kind of being a little crazy. And now I'm looking and now I'm able to like parse through and pick the quality aspects of that. So I know what I what it is that I enjoy doing and what's worth it to me. That's the analogy that my roommate Katie and I have been using. This is season two. So we've got some reoccurring characters, some reoccurring settings. Some of the themes are the same. But there's also some new characters, new adventures. Yeah, of course. Character arc. We're on the move. Some growth is happening. So, yeah. Are you still overall liking Columbia? Disliking Columbia? Like, what's the vibe? Um, The vibe is that I like grad school. I don't know if I like Columbia. I don't know what it would be like elsewhere. I mean, I love it for where it is. I love the campus and I love being in New York. Um, Mm -hmm. That's mainly why I chose it. I've like, 
given up on expecting anything from higher education <laughs> or like mm-hmm. expecting anything from these institutions that claim to be the best. So I wasn't going into this being like, I can't wait to just have my mind evolve and nurtured. It's like, no, this will probably be like fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's what it is. So I'm not disappointed by that. So it's what I need and what I want it to be. Though I did have a moment in class we're talking about McLuhan for the 85th billionth time, like the meeting this message and like hot and cold media. And I cannot stand this man and I can't stand his theory and I hate it so much. And I'm like, why are we sitting here reading this theory written by a man in the 70s who's just a, what, a philosopher? Like that's fake. Just deciding these things about media being like, oh yes, I think this. And everyone's like, ooh, yes, mm, mm, mm. Why? I don't actually know that theory. Okay, okay. So basically, it's this homeboy, this Canadian philosopher, literally in the 70s, published this book. It was a huge hit. It's called The Medium is Message. and has all these different, like, theories about media. And the first one, and, like, what it's named after is the idea that in media, it's actually, like, the medium that comes in that's the message and not the content. So, like, it, like, watching TV, like, it's the TV, not, like, the show that is, like, really conveying the message. And I'm like, that's wrong like how could that how does that even fucking work just because well right and like I I I think that what would be more accurate is to say that like the medium does affect the message like watching something on an iPhone versus a TV versus the movies is different that's an element but he didn't even he didn't even have half that shit so he's also just comparing things like film and radio and books and I'm like okay like why are we reading from this guy when there's so many modern media theorists who actually know what the fuck is going on like I just don't understand I hate this man and so I think that just frustrates me and I think too like speaking of the medium is the message I definitely think that there are um what's it called like prejudices against certain mediums so for example I follow a lot of really great people on Instagram who are like activists and writers and have really interesting takes about things like media and the class is media and gender so media and gender specifically but because they're like primary mode of disseminating information is instagram that's like automatically kind of regarded as not legitimate mm-hmm. so i'm like i'm sorry i think someone living in the now and who actually has like research and shit to back up their claims versus this man who just decided to like make some opinions yeah so I was sitting there, I'm like, damn, this really is all fake. And then I hear all these people saying all these things and they're just using the biggest words to say the least shit. Like, it's like the most convoluted way to say something that is just so empty. And I'm like, oh my God, I hate academia. And so people will, people will DM me or come up to me and be like, wow, you really don't care. Like, you seem like you just don't care because of the attitude I take in class. And I'm like, that's not what it is. Like. I just don't code switch like I just talk about things in a way that I talk about things because why would I decide that I need to make my language more inaccessible yeah so overall I'm just kind of sus with like grad school in general but yeah that's on Columbia that's on the institution so I've made some friends though because I am the type that will slide into someone on a zoom dm and be like I like your point like you seem like you actually we get what's up and then we'll mm. chat so that's been good yeah what well, were you good. like as a student were you like I feel like were you quiet were you certain points were you well fighting? the thing is like 
<laughs> um, going like mostly going to like all white schools mm-hmm. and like in high school and in college, it's like at a certain point you don't really have a choice. Like you have to say something because you're the mm-hmm. only person in the room that like knows not on everything, mm-hmm. but on a lot of things, especially oh, totally. I felt like in film, we would like have class sessions and I would be like, holy fucking shit. If everybody walks out of here and like the only person who said something is this person, I I will feel like shit at the end of the day so like I have Mm -hmm. to say something Mm -hmm. so I was I was and I mean I like school I like studying and learning different stuff so I really was a student that was like raising their hand and doing the homework and like asking questions and stuff but yeah there were a lot of times when people would be saying stuff and I would be like bruh (laughs) (laughs) like you sound so stupid and there's no reason for you to be saying things the way you're saying it and also what you're saying doesn't even actually make any sense and yeah so yeah. I was also a person that was like not afraid to be like I think you sound like a dumbass and yes. I like disagree with you. Yeah. <laughs> but that no, was totally very popular obviously in college people are like yeah. oh I'm so smart and then I would be like yeah. you're actually not and here's all the reasons why so I guess I just try to make it like as conducive to other people chiming in as possible because I hate when it's dominated by like the same three people mm-hmm. especially when like you're saying like it's like the three white people or, or you know people who have the same perspective um see I'm like but- I don't want to hear other people's it should be me and the teacher are the only people who can be talking <laughs> in this room everybody else needs yeah. to shut the fuck up yeah. and learn something that was like I, my yeah I took that class I went to that class <laughs> I do again like it's like passing notes like I abuse that zoom direct message which is so scary because it's like not in a separate chat so you could so easily accidentally message the whole group but I'm just like anyone who I see like making a face the same way I'm making a face I'm like yeah you heard that that was whack like can we yeah (laughs) also we can like definitely talk about how much I hate philosophy I think it is the Mm -hmm. stupidest most giant waste of time I like Mm -hmm it really pisses me off <laughs> it's yes. like this level of like I am so I like hate it so much not just like casually I think it's like one of the worst things like in the world because it really is I mean I guess on some level it can be helpful but so much of it especially nowadays that I see is like people just like jerking themselves off and like finding really roundabout ways to say really obvious stuff and it's yes. like you know, no, I'm not saying we don't need to have a conversation about this, but a lot of the stuff that we're saying is like you trying to make some bullshit up to sound smart or like, like we don't need to have like a bloviated academic conversation about this. We can just like mm-hmm. talk about it. Like it's mm-hmm. a pretty normal facet of life in my opinion, but I just never, I, I can't get into it. <laughs> no, yeah, no, it's like a way to gatekeep just like, conversations about the human experience it's like let's find the thing that we all have common ground about and now let's make it inaccessible and like convoluted 100 percent. and I'm like okay you have this thing that you're reading all these like dense books about and most of those dense books are coming from one perspective as well like yeah 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 totally and it's, it's yeah and like that's what I love about children is they're able to say the things that like these like philosopher core men have decided to like re- regurgitate and I'm like yeah this like four-year-old's on the same wave as you he's just not being an asshole about it 
I mean, that's the thing about it is like a lot of these things are stuff that like as you experience life, you have for yourself like this realization Mm -hmm. and like what would be beautiful is being able to communicate to other people like, oh my gosh, this is like, Mm -hmm. you know, this is what I've come to realize or come to experience and like how natural is this? Like how human is this Mm -hmm. without having to like go through all the like BS of Mm -hmm. opening your dictionary and learning a thousand different dumb, like meaningless Mm -hmm. words Mm -hmm. to say this stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't, it just, it drives me crazy. Well, I was going to say like every once in a while, like on YouTube, some like Ted talk will come up and they're Mm -hmm. all like, why are people procrastinating and you mm-hmm. know why can't we be happy and why does everyone mm-hmm. have anxiety and it's like mm-hmm. these are the symptoms my dude yeah <laughs> like, these are not this is not the, the central issue that people are dealing with these are like yeah. the result of those issues yeah and we're like letting people get on stage and like talk about how like pursuing their happiness whatever and it's like yeah there's others like this is not accessible to everyone and there's like other stuff that we need to be doing and this just feels like so well it's also always taking it's always an individual approach it's always like here's how you can overcome your x y and z and it's like well actually no yeah (laughs) we're suffering at a communal level and there needs to be a like community-centric solution not just like you should wake up at five and look at the sunrise like yeah these things can like maybe help you a little bit but mm-hmm. they're not going to help you when stuff gets really fucked up or like yeah really hard. like the yeah. real shit that is happening in your life yeah stuff is not gonna like bolster you through that totally so everyone I think you know probably most people come to a point where they're like this is not working anymore and like yeah. come to that realization but it's frustrating that like so much money is poured into these like avenues of stuff that's mm-hmm. like letting everyone lean into a certain type of delusion that's not necessarily helpful for them in the long scope of their life although speaking of mental health I did babysit a baby last night and that I recommend to everyone go put a baby in your arms not your own stop bringing children into this world Jeff and I agree on that but go find one to, to hold it's very very healing yeah, some of my friends are starting to get engaged and I'm like, great, because I need some people to have, like, I need other people to start having yeah. babies so that I can like, yeah. oh, I really want to like babysit your kid and like give yeah. you guys the night off and then, yeah. you know. Totally. Yeah. And that's, and that was really a shocking, horrifying experience for me when I saw this, this is like an ad posted on my like school's bulletin, on my bulletin, being like, oh, looking for a sitter. She ended up living super close to me, baby six months, like amazing, amazing. And then they get on Zoom to talk and she's like, can't be more than a few years older than me. And I was like, ah. <laughs> that's when you know when you're babysitting for people your age and you're just like, what is going on? I'm sitting on her couch, like eating noodles, looking at all the pictures of her and her husband and their dog. And I'm like, what is my life? it's fine we're all on our own journeys I don't want to be married or with child but it is just quite funny how what different stages her and I are in yeah yeah for sure yeah my cousin is probably about to get engaged very soon Mm -hmm. um it's kind of a funny story but we were all like talking about it at dinner and I was like this is so crazy she's so young I can't believe she wants to get married and her sister was like she's fully 28 years old and I was like (laughs) oh 
Yeah. Okay, fair yeah. enough. Fair mm-hmm. enough. She's like, it is the time. It is the age to get engaged. And I was like, you're totally right. And I retract <laughs> my previous statements. I apologize. No. I was wrong. Um, crazy. Do you have a dating life currently? No. <laughs> it's like non-existent. Are we, are we content with that? Uh, I think we are in a place of like radically accepting it. Okay. Yeah. I think it's like something that for a long time I've been like trying to force to happen in Mm -hmm. my life Mm -hmm. and I've just reached a place where I'm like I can't this is like Mm -hmm. not sustainable anymore and Mm -hmm. I just kind of have to like let it go and move on do you have a dating life are you seeing anyone well okay the answer is no but the long answer is I had a little sneaky link this summer Wow. It's quite funny. And like, um, I obviously could go like date anywhere I wanted, but I'm not really interested in running up a roster like I had last year. Like last year, again, like I said, I was saying yes to anything and anyone. I was like, yeah, okay, I'll go on a date with you. I'll go on a date with you. And now I'm like, Jesus Christ, I'm exhausted. Yeah. And I'm just not interested in maintaining all those like, like now I think I have, I have a sense for when I actually care, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and just put a little bit more like, weight on those things so I'm not really interested in all this casual dating unless I meet someone in person that I really rock with mm-hmm. you seem less miserable yeah is that accurate yeah I think that I think that's pretty accurate everything is good yeah yeah well that's what I was I was like looking this is like a toxic thing don't do this anyone out there if you like because I don't recommend this behavior but I was looking through my Finsta stories specifically. And as bad as I feel sometimes now, Jesus fucking Christ, I was mm-hmm. unwell. Like, yeah. Like, I just want to like, give my old self a hug. Like, it was, yeah. it was disgusting. Like, I'm just like, holy shit. Okay. Like, you know what? At least it's not that anymore. <laughs> Yeah, well, one thing, good thing that I'm, like, really happy about, too, is, like, very recently I've had, like, some just, like, really intense realizations, like, starting, I guess, the process of, like, being okay with my emotions, just, like, the Mm -hmm. way they are, Mm -hmm. and, like, leaning into, like, crying, but, like, leaning into it or anything, really, just, like, all right, I'm, like, not gonna hide from myself anymore, I guess. yeah. And we also like my therapist and I also just got to the point where like now we're like in in the deep shit, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. been kind of like dancing around it and like dealing with yeah. other important stuff. But now we're like at a place where it's like okay, like we need to like kind of work on this or yeah, I can't go any further. So that's been good too because it's like I haven't really been able to talk about any of these things with like an mm-hmm. objective third party person and like that's what I really need is just to like be able to like tell somebody this stuff and not get anything out of it really like yeah, it's just yeah. like say it to somebody you know yeah totally so. I was like really thinking about well I wasn't really thinking about anything it just came to me um the main reason why I want a boyfriend is to be able to trauma dump <laughs> <laughs> I just want someone 
was obligated to listen to me tell them my most fucked shit yeah paying yeah and then be like wow and then just pet my head um my friend and I were laughing when I was in Spain she um she just like she started she met somebody while she was there and they started mm-hmm. dating now they live together oh yeah and wow. he's like the nicest person ever he's like such a sweetheart he's a great guy mm-hmm. but we were laughing because we were sitting in the kitchen and just like kind of talking about um like being the older sister and like how mm-hmm. your like parents relate to you differently and like how your sibling relates to you and like just kind of like all the kind of like nasty responsibility that comes with being the oldest yeah. sister but like yeah. you, don't, you know there's like stuff that you're just like okay whatever I just have to deal with this on my own and her boyfriend was like that's so sad like that's so messed up because he's like the youngest sibling yeah. and like the baby and like all the stuff yeah like, you can tell me anything like I'll listen to you yada yada yeah. and we're like this man is so like dramatic yeah. and just like yeah. but it was just like it was funny it was cute yeah like kind of laughing at him we're like you absolutely don't get it but we appreciate your support (laughs) I went I went on this date with this guy right before I left for the cave and um I met him on hinge and we like got drinks and we were talking and like you know me I dive right into it like I like I'm like all right like what's your family dynamics like like how does that affect you and this man is the healthiest most well-adjusted man I've ever met in my life like yeah. first of all when I asked him what he'd done that day he's like oh yeah first I like volunteered like I did some like community service and I like went for a run and then I like, ran, read my book and like now I'm here and I'm like okay I'm, like nice yeah. and then we we're talking about his family and he's like yeah like the parents are still together they should be still together like my older sister like is going to grad school at like, Harvard and like I'm going to grad school soon like here and like we're all great and like yeah and I was like <laughs> like that's great like that's great and then obviously he asked me and like it wasn't even he was asking me like I didn't even give him a story but just like as who I am whenever I tell a story each story comes with like a smidge of context and I said be like da, 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 da. oh by the way like my brother's disabled oh by the way my sister had brain surgery oh by the way like I'm chronically ill oh by the way my parents are divorced. like you know what I mean like I just yeah. have, like it's like, relevant to the story and I just talked about those things very casually and so he started feeling like guilty he was like I'm sorry I don't have more like trauma in my life I was like don't apologize for that like it's great like I'm so happy that you had a pretty good life and like I'm not trying to like trauma olympics you like I'm this is just and it's yeah, not even trauma it's just it's not even trauma it's just like how my life is you know what I mean I'm yeah. not trying to be like oh it's well with me I'm just like this is just my life and the date went well so I was like oh me and my roommate are going out like do you want to just come with us and like hit the town he's like yeah I'm done so later when we're Prising in my apartment like he drinks in and I'm like kind of teasing him to my roommate Katie and I'm like oh like he's so healthy like he doesn't have mommy or daddy issues and we were like he like we do like you know like being yeah. annoying and he was he was like trying so hard he's like well actually my grandparents really don't get along and we we're like okay we're <laughs> 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 being so mean like no we were like like we weren't being mean and again like it wasn't I wasn't trying to like make him feel ostracized for this we're just teasing him about something that isn't teaseworthy yeah but it was quite strange I was like you were probably the most healthy person I've ever met yeah in my life yeah and that was very interesting to me (laughs) how was Spain tell me more about Spain oh it was super fun um I mean really like it was just 
I keep telling people this and I like, I feel bad because it's like, oh, I went to Spain. I want to be like, oh, I had the best time doing like all these like specifically Spanish things, but like taking two weeks off work, yeah. <laughs> like not having a schedule, not like mm-hmm. having to, you know, like respond to people and just like having two weeks to like literally just do to do to do all day. Yeah, no, like 100%. that was like the huge. I could have gone yes. here and just like turned my phone off for two weeks and it would have been like amazing. But yeah. it was super, super fun to go. Um, like my friend that I went and visited is someone that I've been like best friends with since high school and like just I haven't seen her like at all in the last year because she's been there. So mm-hmm. it was cool to like see her and spend time with her and just like get to have time just the two of us. Mm-hmm. And then also like go to all these places that's like this is where she's been living and she's so passionate about Spain and just like get to kind of like see everything from her perspective um so it was just really it was like and I know I know like nothing about Spain so like yeah it's like a good where where were you we went like pretty much everywhere (laughs) like I landed in Madrid but we went to Valencia like in the Mm -hmm. south and then we went up to Galicia in the north Mm-hmm. so I got to kind of experience like a bunch of different parts of the country um which did you was have really- a little cheetah girls moment I did not get to have a little cheetah girls moment because mm-hmm. we did not make it to Barcelona but yeah, I honestly didn't felt like you was- mean it yeah I think it was for the best though because it was so fucking hot everywhere yeah yeah and especially in Barcelona so I think yeah. in the end it was like the right decision not to go but mm-hmm. there'll be there'll be another trip there'll be another time to go oh, 100% well you still have to go to Japan for one yeah I don't know when that is ever going to happen at this point it will it will (laughs) yeah oh that that freaking Japan yeah so that was like a great thing too is like at the beginning of COVID I had this like horrible you know I was supposed to go on a trip and I didn't get to go and it was like this Mm -hmm. whole thing and then at the end of COVID as Mm -hmm. you know (laughs) this is the unofficial whatever end of COVID we're never going to get to a place where it doesn't exist so Mm -hmm. um I got to go on a trip and like enjoy my two weeks and um actually what was really funny is the last day of the trip my friend and I I mean we we separated in the morning but then we were on the same plane from Madrid to LAX Mm -hmm. 12-hour flight we were like sitting next to each other the whole time taking our masks off to eat we land and then the next day my friend wasn't feeling very well so she just like took a test just to confirmed she didn't have COVID and mm-hmm. she did have it and I didn't mm-hmm. get it and oh, like no. how did she how did she get COVID while we were traveling and weird. then I didn't get it so weird but COVID did make an appearance on the trip at the very mm-hmm. end um, have you had yeah. it yeah I had it in I did I not tell you this story about I how I, got said, COVID? I think you did tell me I just like okay yeah I got COVID yeah. from the worst imagine of oh, this is just like it truly okay, maybe you, that's my life maybe you I, didn't tell me this tell oh me my god <laughs> okay so my high school was having the like six-year reunion because oh, we had the five-year reunion during covid and my friend zoe that i came out to visit last year mm-hmm. was like oh we're going to this and i was like mm-hmm. why why are we going you know like mm-hmm. we don't care about these people mm-hmm. she's like we just have to like go and like show that we're like better than them now sure I was like, whatever. The night before the, it was Christmas Eve Eve. So it was the night before Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. The night before the event, I texted mm-hmm. her and I'm like, I have this feeling I'm going to get COVID if we go. And I really don't want to go. And she was like, mm-hmm. you're being dramatic. Like we're going. Oh. 
So we went and I fucking got COVID uh-huh. and I woke up the next day and I felt so sick and I took a COVID test and it was negative. So we went uh-huh. to Christmas dinner and I gave everybody uh-huh. in my family COVID <gasps> and we all had it for two weeks. And it was, of course, during the time that we weren't working. So I coun't even right. take work off. Like yeah. I'm enjoying my like two week break from work. Yeah. Not really because I'm like confined to my bedroom. Yeah. I had like all the symptoms. So I couldn't like hurt to move. I was so tired. It was, it was horrible. Okay. Yeah. You didn't tell me that. That is awful. And now Zoe will never question your gut ever again. No, she definitely will. <laughs> she yeah. definitely will. I will never question my gut again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Final straw, but Jesus. yeah, I also never yeah. like going to a high school reunion again. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely not worth it. Because what we ended horrible. up doing in the end, like we were mm-hmm. there for a little while, people were saying hi to us. And then yeah. we just got drunk and like win the corner and we're like, oh my gosh, we're such good friends. We love each other so much. This is so yeah. great. You know what I mean? Like we didn't fucking yeah. talk to these people. Yeah. So whoever I got COVID from, like, fuck you. And second of all, like, <laughs> Oh, yeah. I just can't, I just can't believe that I subjected myself not only to the you know presence of people I went to high school with, but mm. I got COVID from one of these from motherfuckers them. on yeah. top of everything else. Yeah, like, that that is truly horrible. My COVID receiving story is also pretty bad. Let's see how much context I'll give. <laughs> um, so I have God, I'm not to slice and dice this so much. Okay, so I have a family friend well okay my parents are good friends with this couple the dad um has like worked a lot in like doing renovations in our old house and like helped they build the house that we recently built on the cape and then sold and they have two sons of whom I met both of them once when I was like 12 and then never again and when I moved to New York my stepdad was like oh my god like Matt lives there the younger one who's about my age and I was like okay like you think I'm gonna like hit up your like friend's son like I just was like fine like that's cool but I'm not gonna go on my way to meet this person until I realized I needed a ride to get from New York to Cape Cod for Thanksgiving mm. and so I and then so I hit him up because I knew he had a car I knew he made that trip and I was like hey Matt it's safe like we should hang out sometime also can you give me a ride to Cape Cod which is basically the, the gist and we tried to meet up beforehand just to kind of vibe check each other but we just never were able to so literally I met this man as an adult for the first time as I got into his car to go on a six hour drive. Yeah. But we like really vibed. Like it was great. I was like, okay, this is sick. I have a good new friend in the city. Um, and he introduced me to his friends who are like either from the Cape or live on the Cape. And they're absolute delinquents, like absolute like foolish dumb boys. Mm-hmm. And so I was having fun. I was in my stage of life where I was like being a delinquent too. So I was like, yeah like today so I became friends with them and then he was like oh during New Year's Eve week we're gonna go see Duke Dumont do you want to go see Duke Dumont I'm like fuck yeah I want to see Duke Dumont so I buy a ticket like way in advance weeks later he's like oh we're also going to the sink for New Year's Eve so I want to buy tickets for this New Year's Eve event I was like sick like all my roommates were out of town for New Year's Eve so I one felt fine like going out because I wasn't like exposing the rest of my roommates and two I didn't have anyone else to do things with so I was like sick yeah like I'll do that with you well worst week of my life worst <laughs> week of my life first of all um lost my wallet I'm like should I even come to this thing for new year's because mm-hmm. 
I don't really want to be around you guys. And I don't think you guys are going to be around me, but I spent $200 on this ticket. So I guess I'll just go. But anyways, yeah. I got COVID in that week. All my roommates but one have had it at least once. Good for that one person. Unless yeah. she had it a bunch of times and that's why. No, oh no, no, no. Jen, Jen, <laughs> Jen has not had it once, which is awesome. So it was really stressful the week she took the LSAT like a couple weeks ago and she was like, I cannot mm-hmm. get sick this yeah. week. And so we all like wore like masks for hours. Like, yeah. Cleaning everything. Yeah, that was me like right before my trip. I like canceled all my yeah. plans. It was like yeah. my birthday too. So I was like, mm-hmm. everybody needs to like get tested before they show up to this fucking brunch. Like, yeah, yeah. COVID, I will kill you. I'm not kidding. <laughs> I don't care how long we've known each other. I will fucking murder you. I um fucked my shit up this morning. I I'm, I made a bad decision. Like, you know how sometimes you are about to do something and you're like, I shouldn't do this. And then you just do it. And then you're like, oh, mm-hmm. shouldn't have done that. Um, I got like a lot of piercings over the summer and they're all cartilage and they're like here, here, and here. Mm-hmm. And I took them all out this morning, even though it hasn't been like even close to long enough. Cause I was like, oh, they're kind of dirty. Like I can tell they're a little crusty. Like I just want to take them out and put them in some alcohol and I'll put them back in. You're not getting them back in. So good luck. <laughs> I'm going to the piercing place today okay. to see if they can help me. Yeah. Cause that was one thing too. Like I, had my septum pierced and then while I had COVID I was like blowing my nose so much yeah. that I, I just have to take this ring out like this is not mm-hmm. working and then mm-hmm. of course at the end of the two weeks the hole was like small enough that I like couldn't get the mm-hmm. um, jewelry back in mm-hmm. and I was like I'm sorry but I'm, I'm this is not happening so I just like shoved it through probably re-pierced it myself yeah yeah I was like whatever I don't care I'm not going back to the place and yeah I am not living like this so yeah that's I was how that's what... like four days and I was like oh, oh <laughs> that was my instinct but they've like swollen up like I just know it's not gonna work if I try to do it myself I'm just gonna aggravate it more so I'm just gonna go and they'll probably yell at me and be like why did you do this and I'll be like I don't know I'm sorry. When was the last time you were nested? Uh, a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> um, I we like went out because my friends from college are like they're great, but we're all just like very introverted people, which is like mm-hmm. how we became friends in the first place. But mm-hmm. um, like a couple of us are like we want to go out dancing, and then everyone else mm-hmm. is like we'll go, but we don't want to dance. So like mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago, we're all going like we're all going to the club we're all gonna have like a nice time and Mm -hmm. I just got like part of it was that like I was drunk but part of it was that it was like three o'clock in the morning when we got back yeah so then I was like all right I'm going to sleep yeah I came home and I the thing that keeps happening which is honestly really annoying is like I will go out I'll like get really drunk or not even Mm -hmm. really drunk just like moderately drunk and Mm -hmm. then I feel fine come home go to sleep, feel fine. I'll wake up in the morning at like a normal time. I will feel totally fine. Mm-hmm. Two to four hours after I wake up, I feel so sick. I like just violently. Uh, like it's not uh, like I'm more used to like, oh, right. You know what I mean? Not like right away, but like within mm-hmm. you know 30 minutes, it's like, okay, I don't feel well and mm-hmm. you know, whatever. But it's really just like, I will go out drinking and like think everything's fine. Mm-hmm. Wake up the next morning, start living my normal life. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden everything's awesome. fine. Yeah. And I'm like so sick. And then it's yeah. just like, which is so yeah. irritating. So it's like, and it's sometimes when I'm like really drunk, sometimes when it's like, oh, I've had two drinks. So mm. I haven't been, I tell that I haven't, I haven't been like, 
you know, I also, who, who am I going to party with? But I'm not like going, you know, yeah. Yeah. every weekend. That's probably good though. <laughs> yeah. Any last words for me, yourself, or the oh, people? For, for the people. No, stay beautiful out there, kids. Yeah. Um, let us know how you enjoyed this episode. I thought it was a good one. Yeah, I think this was a good episode. I agree. Talk about philosophy. Talked about. Um, I don't know what's going to stay in and what's not going to stay yeah, in. Yeah. We'll have to see at the end. I think it's going to be pretty. Special. Yeah, no, I know. We filmed for like an hour and a half, but it's like a 10 minute episode. <laughs> I'm. I think I'm gonna be a little insidious with this editing and just like pull off stuff that people are gonna be like, ooh, and then she like cut and they're like, oh. <laughs> a lot That's of beef. Fine. Let's add, let's add a little drama, a little chaos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sign up That's for Patreon if you want to know what we're really talking about. Yeah, should have been here. Yeah, yeah. so true. Bye. Bye.